You're listening to Crip Podcast. For show notes, comments, and other links, please visit crip.io. Welcome back to another episode of Crip Podcast with me, Johnny, and of course, Victor. Yeah, it's a brand new year uh, filled with a lot of opportunities. And we have a brand new guest here in the studio with me in New York City. And who's that? Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, my name is Stefan Melin Rydvalk, or Stefan Melin Rydvalk, as the Swedish pronunciation would be. As we say in Sweden. As we say in Sweden. Not uh, Well, yes. So that's me. <laughs> okay. But Stefan, uh, who are you and what do you do? Yeah, right. So... I am a 24-year-old um, iron worker back home in Sweden. Um, might not sound that fancy to uh, the, to the unknowing ear, but uh, what I do is basically I construct metal constructions uh, to buildings and whatnot, basically. And uh, yeah, so... Um, I um, I live in Stockholm, Sweden, and uh, I've studied uh, a lot of, um, of mechanics and a lot of welding. So that's me for you. Nice. Could you tell us a little bit about uh, how the building industry is uh, doing in Sweden at the moment? Oh well, yeah, it's it's a lot. I mean, of course, as anywhere in the world, Stockholm is expanding. I would say mm. so. We are we get a lot of work. I mean, our the company I work for has gotten a lot of work lately and big builds. Even we're mm. building something called uh, uh, the City Banan, which is they move the commuter trains from uh, above ground to underground. That, that's a pretty big project, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it is a big project. Far from fitness, right? No, no, it's 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 a bit to go. Um, yes. They say around 2017, late 2017, but I think yeah. that it will probably be around it's 2018. It depends on but, how many fika breaks you take, right? <laughs> well, since we're Swedish, uh, yeah, then it would probably, if we count all the fika breaks as a, uh, a factor that will make it take, that will make it, you know, take a lot longer, then we will probably be done by 2020. Or, yeah, exactly. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you need a fika, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, but I think, I, think, I think our fikas are actually something that makes us work faster, so... All, all love to the fika breaks. Uh, yeah, but I actually, so I actually read some stati- statistics that um, if we would cut out all the fika breaks that the um, the workers are taking each day, we would actually save around one and a half hour of workday per day. Well, yeah, but I have a different theory on that, actually. Funny that you mentioned that. Um, yes. But then again, if you don't have your fika breaks, which uh, contains coffee, which has ca- caffeine, uh, and you get a little kind of mental break and everything, yeah. I mean, the average like workflow, I think, would slow down. So yeah. would you really you know, gain that one and a half hour if you took away the fika breaks? Yeah, well, people That's- will start procrastinating instead. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah, right. No, and maybe just to kind of finish up what I said about that build, I mean, and it's also, it's both like a public area that we're building for a lot of people to move in, and it's also tunnels. So I actually had one of like the build build managers tell me this, that those are the two hardest builds you can make. So Mm -hmm. therefore, it's a pretty advanced build. It's, It's not something you, you know, you do over a over a coffee break. No, but it's it's a big thing. What why is it so? What makes it complicated? Well, first of all, and there are probably people who have better uh, understanding of this than I do, but I will try to give my best in interpretation. Um, first of all, you have the whole problem with you know you're drilling in solid rock, yeah. and since Stockholm is on top of just rocks it's it's just it's rock ground and Mm -hmm. that is just a problem and then trying to you know you dig two holes or you dig one hole and you want to get from one place to the other Mm. you know you want to surface at another place from where you start to dig Mm. and it has to be a perfect line Mm. and making that happen i mean you have no sense of directions Mm. when you dig on the ground I mean, it's re- It's like if you wa- wander around in the woods in the middle of the night and you don't see anything, you know, they talk about if you get lost, you will most likely wander around in circles. Yeah. That's almost the same thing. That, that's at least my interpretation. So the whole technology behind just getting a straight line when you dig a tunnel, is that's just enormous. And also we have all the you know, the safety precautions, you know, in case of a fire and stuff like that, since Mm. it's in a tunnel and it's also a place where a lot of people are going to visit. They're going to be moving a lot of people around there. So there you have, it's like, it's like combinating a a mall with a tunnel, Mm. basically. Quite um, necessary to actually calculate the risk of the tunnel to collapse as well, right? Oh, yes. Yeah, right. True. And you also there you have one more interesting thing about this build since it's not just uh in the rocks that they're digging and doing stuff. They're also they have lowered it down like sections of tunnels into the river right uh mm. right in Stockholm or in the middle of the Stockholm that the tunnel so the tunnel will go like in the water, you mm. might say, like or actually almost like right on top of the bottom floor. Whoa. So Getting all that down and, you know, the whole safety around, you know, having a lot of water around you, that's, mm. that's a big deal. Yeah. And it's, uh, even more interesting is also, I mean, since you're talking about collapsing, where I'm working right now is underneath the existing uh, metro stations. Mm. And that is also, I mean, there is tons and tons of tons of stuff above us. And how does you know the the rock walls hold together for that when you dig underneath mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's a it, it is a very advanced build. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But what do you find painful with the thing you do with your work? Oh yeah, uh, there are of course some headaches about what I do. I mean, no doubt about it. And first, I'm going to mention the one that you know I think both. I think uh, in between the three of us, we all know this. There is a lot of stress in all 
both in both IT and and construction and everything. Yeah, There's always stress. Uh, you know, you have deadlines and everything, just like any job that you have, yeah. uh, where you can where you're creating something. Um, but then, and this might also be a, a little bit half the same that you have. Uh, you know, communications and between you know the people you're working with and like the managers of the projects that you're doing. I mean, if you have a bad manager or someone who doesn't really know everything that you, that can't really tell you everything that you need to know to make a great build or build, then you also have a problem. I mean, that is, of course, um, that, is, that can be a big headache. And the last thing that I would mention that, you know, it is probably the one of the worst ones is if you get drawings or blueprints that are not very accurate or wrong in any way or that's always uh that's always a really pain in the ass <laughs> to put in me so what, what do you do then do you go back to the requirement analysts and complain oh <laughs> uh, yeah basically we do but sometimes i mean just like your jobs i mean and this is kind of interesting since i mean if 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 any of your listeners are you know very into IT and like they can never imagine doing anything like I do, they, you guys should know that you know it's not. I mean the whole process is not that different. Just that you know we work physically uh, yeah, instead exactly. of in front of the computer. Um, but yeah, we go either we have to be creative about it because not it's not always. I mean if. We found find that you know okay so this uh, this screw here uh, will not hold for uh, what's what it's for. I mean we need a better solution for it. Instead of going back to to you know the the architect or the constructor who you know decides everything that which in the project I mean now uh, uh that would take like one or two months mm. to get that like redefined and. That that's just that's just unnecessary work. Then instead, you might be able to have a conversation with uh, with the project manager and ask like, well, how can we solve this? That it would still be okay with like the drawings we have. And you know, you have to be creative, of course. Um, but sometimes, if it's a bigger issue, then you know, we have to go through the whole process of getting it up to the right people who can make those decisions and. The bad thing about it is that they could take time. It's a little bit bureaucracy, but yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's because you can't actually have the um, the fucking ship it mentality when you're working in such a no. Project. I, I don't know how it, how is it for you. I mean, you guys, uh, when it comes to problems like that, if you're in a really big like software development, is that is it kind of similar or? How does that work? It depends on which uh, time you're in the project. Is it uh, quite stressful deadline? Then you might have the uh, uh, well, this works for now, so let's just do it. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I think as soon as money just runs out, you have to, you actually have to have the bucket ship it mentality, and that's quite. Or um, better done than perfect. Yeah, oh, yeah, better done. yeah, yeah I, I recognize that too. Wow, <laughs> have I heard that before? <laughs> well, okay. Or let it be messy, then edit. Yeah, oh, but yeah. It, but it, but a bug in an application isn't actually uh, harmful 
because a bug in a uh, in city bana would could actually kill thousands of people so yeah that's the difference well yeah yeah of course no, but, but also there that's you know that depends also of course we can have smaller bugs too i mean we're not we're not perfect in every way no, that's, that's sure. sure i mean you can't expect every build to be flawless that's i mean if I mean, I'm not going to tell people here that, you know, oh, you're not going to be safe in City Bond. No, no, that's not true. You're going to be, definitely going to be, because yeah. there's so tough requirements. But of course, if you, you know, check at smaller details that it's not harmful, of course, you will be able to see, like, smaller things. But it's it's not anything that ruins anything, of course. It's not anything dangerous. It's not anything, like, it doesn't necessarily doesn't have to be ugly, even. It can actually be, you know, a little bit charming actually because yeah. it's 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 part of the construction yeah but i think right. it's easier for the customer to find money to fix a such bug uh, such a bug oh, yeah. uh, rather than fixing a internet explorer 7 bug for us so oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well well yeah well or it depends i mean if we have a bigger bug in our development you know that will cost a lot and it yeah. can cost lives too so Speaking, speaking about bugs, um, do you have any any specific example that your managers might bring up to you guys uh, when they are, you know, teaching you something or like, hey, um, you guys should know that back in the '80s we had this huge disaster that blah blah blah, and we want to pre we want to prevent this from happening again. That's why I'm bringing it up to you. Do you have any, any like? big example that your bosses are you know looping with you over and over uh not not that they're looping like over and over but the thing is and this is kind of interesting we still have i mean those examples that happens recently i mean and it's it this is kind of um and this is i i, I i'm not telling you anything that is a secret here so i'm not worried but you should know that in a lot of builds all over the world, they have like uh, an estimate death count per million hours worked. Like, and right now we have we have like a, I, I know the guys who are responsible for the part of the tunnel that I'm working in. They have like they have this goal for like you know zero tolerance, like you know no deaths at all, mm. but. They say that okay, but that's that's something we're reaching for. That's something we're aiming for. Uh, but right now we're looking at one death per one million worked hours. So, um, but then again, yes, I thought you were going to say one week, but <laughs> oh, no, no, death no. per week. <laughs> no, no, maybe maybe in some more poor countries, yes, but not here, not in Sweden, not probably in the United States either. But. Um, yeah, but of so, course you have to have those yeah. risk analysis. So, uh, especially when you work in tunnels, I believe. Oh yeah, it's very important that you have them. It's I think it's it's mandatory. I think it's even you know like a law. You have like uh, standardizations. You know the oh what do you call it? I oh I think or something like that. Uh, International Organization of Standardization or some I I don't remember the name of it, but they but. There are like international standardizations for those kind of builds that you know you you must have that evaluation and kind of risk analysis of everything. Um, 
but right no but the question was um do we have any like examples that you know you should look out for this of course but it's it's some stuff might actually be just common sense like if you don't think you're doing the weld that you're doing if you don't you don't feel like it's going the way you want it if you and if you're not sure and you know that this is a weld that is holding a lot of weight for example you go and tell your colleagues that you know i need help with this because if you mess up that mm. then you know you're putting other people's lives at risk right so, so i mean that that's something of course i mean like don't they tell you basically don't do and if you need help ask if you need uh some if you need someone to teach you you know ask them to teach you and check that um you do some that you do that you do it right don't just do it and think that you know it will be fine that is something they really push and what about deadlines i guess they like encourage you to flag in time of course they do but then again it really yeah, depends if you're supposed to postpone a deadline in city and then a web project so um because it's very important that you do it correctly and not, as we said before, uh, it's better yeah. done than perfect. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, but but no, but it, well, yeah, but it's it's also it it varies. But I mean, yes, I guess we might have a little bit more, like it's not as strict with the deadlines. But then again, still we can get fined. My company can get mm, fined yeah. if we don't. Know, produce stuff in time but then again sometimes and this is also uh, might be a bit different from the whole IT business um, sometimes it's not our own fault that it's delayed for example uh, we're putting up like big beams of metal in the ceiling at one place uh, in the tunnel and uh, before we could do that there was this company who had to like put up concrete uh, like uh, on the rock walls and ceiling. It is a very like a complex uh, thing to do, but they were supposed to make it, have it done by a certain week, but I think it was four or five weeks later, they were done. So our build was five weeks uh, late all of a sudden, but that's not our fault. Cause you know, that company who was gonna do the concrete had missed out on their deadline so much. So the like the manager for this bill couldn't, you know, put that blame on us because, you know, we couldn't help that. We've been doing everything we can. But but I, but that is also something that can really annoy us, of course. So then the question is, and that, but this is not my part since I'm not the manager, but should we kind of find someone for being late or should the manager find someone for being late? I mean, it's. It can be a bit complex sometimes, but I think that we have this kind of understanding in this project that I'm in right now that, you know, you, you just don't find, find anyone for shit. I mean, you got to have a real big reason yeah. for to find someone for something. Yeah, but, we, so, yeah. but, but what we experience, uh, the same kind of stuff as well. If we have third party companies that, that is going to do something and if they're running late, then the main um, maintainer of the project gets the blame, which sometimes is mm -hmm. us. Um, so. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah. What do you love? What is the spark that triggers the fire? Um, 
in what you're doing? Oh, I would say it's the creativity of what I do. Like being able to be creative is, and also knowing that, you know, when this is done, I've made something big and that's going to matter a lot to something. And like Sik de Bona. Like what it's going to be there for years, right? You're actually building something that, yeah, well, people will notice and will be there for years. Exactly. When I'm 70, I can walk around in City Bond and be like, with my grandkids and be like, oh, you, you, you see their kids, that's, that your grandfather built, you know, that, <laughs> and that's going to be, that's going to be so awesome. And I mean, I do something that matters and I get to be creative uh, in what I do. And I, and also something that makes my job kind of fun is that, as I said, people might see iron room workers as just like, Oh, you grab a welder and a welding machine and you start welding something and then you're done for the day. No, that's not the case. We have to go through the drawings. We have to measure everything out. We have to uh, prefabricate stuff. We have to talk to different parties or different uh, other other like managers or uh, people who will tell us exactly where to put the things up that we're gonna build. And you know, it, it's it's a lot of communication and planning and. So it's, so it's not just labor work. It's it's a very varied work. It's a very what do you call it? Like it's it's so many things basically. In lack of better words. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's quite inspirational because you actually have to you actually have the ability to create something that lasts. Uh, rather than when we test something or develop something, it's always going to change some way or somehow. Um, so if we build a successful product, even though it might last a couple of years, it's still going to be uh, reevaluated and recoded some by someone else. So I think that's quite inspiring, uh, hearing something that you can actually create something that lasts. Wow, well, well, thank you. But then again, I got to say that, you know, if we could just, if we could do that, but when I think about it, we kind of do. I mean, because there are a lot of rasterizing. Uh, yeah, sure. done in, so, I mean, in, in, in one way, that is kind of similar still, because we do supporting, we do like, Oh, this building needs a beam to support it, like a pillar to support it in the inside, so the, the sort of uh, so the level, the, the story above doesn't fall down, yeah, <laughs> and you know sure. stuff like that. So and and and, and you know repairing yeah. other metal constructions and stuff. So I mean, in one way, we do kind of reprogram quotation mark yeah. uh, what we do too. So, yeah, but I, think- I mean, but, but I get what you mean. But, but thank you. Yeah, but, but I think you can't rebuild the whole city Bonan. Um because if you if you're being a, um if you're building a product with code, uh, you can say that mm-hmm. oh I built this company, but there's no such thing uh, that's that leaves a mark if you are actually recoding the whole application. Um so you can oh, yeah, say that you, I've been a part of Facebook, let's say that. Um uh, but mm-hmm. my code yeah, well, no one will notice that you wrote that code if you're rebuilding the the application. But if you don't done something in City Bonham and it's getting repaired, you can always say leave a mark somehow. 
Well, yeah, you know, I, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. But I, I, right now, I'm trying to like recall because I know there have been builds that have been completely overhauled too. So I mean, it's I understand what you mean. I'm I'm just trying to say that you know there are overhauls in the in the construction industries that you know is pretty major too. But yeah, but I get what you mean, and and thank you for saying that it's inspirational. And I, I, but I really do think that what you're doing is inspirational too, since... Well, thank you. Since, <laughs> yeah. no, never, never really, since uh, the construction industry have been... Okay, it's not been standing still, but it hasn't evolved. I mean, if you look at how much the, the IT business has or industry has been evolved, I mean, it's it's a rocket. It's it's crazy. So that that's what I can kind of be inspired by you. What are your uh, hopes and dreams and, and wishes? Uh, my hopes and dreams are to continue doing stuff that, to build stuff that matters. I mean, and, and evolve with it. And then I also want to be uh, more into the whole planning bit of it. Right now, I, I still do a lot of hard labor work. I want to be a little bit more administrative and uh, kind of be more in the planning role kind of ish and um, and I um, uh, let's see I, uh, I I want I, I really but my, but the main thing I think is that I still want to be building stuff that really matters that really that will make that will be the thing you don't notice, but that really changes everything in a room, you know, right. Yeah. So that's what I want to do. And then, uh, maybe later I am thinking about maybe studying, uh, like uh, construction engineering and Ooh. maybe becoming a construction engineer and construction manager. That what, would be kind of cool. What time frame there are we talking about? Uh, I think the, the the studies are like three years right. back home in Stockholm, and and then you have like this degree and everything. And I think that's quite common for every, everything. I think. Um, oh yeah, right. But uh, you, so you mean that um, you actually want to be some sort of um, um, let's let's think big here. You want to be the leader of the project, maybe. Um, you want to be a part of it, but you still want to be the one that plans all the things and and um, yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I want to. I, I, I want to be the one who, like, okay. So we have this project in this big project, like a smaller project within the project, because mm. that's usually how how they divide it up uh, between the uh, the construction managers. Um, so I want. So I want to be responsible for this like smaller build, and I want to make sure that you know it runs smoothly for all the iron workers, all the um, carpenters, all the all, everyone who does who's involved with the build should have it smoothly, and it should all be planned out perfectly. And also, what I know that these uh, construction manager does is that they uh, estimate you know risks and stuff like that. And I think that is very important and interesting. So that's what I want to do too. Yeah. But then, but then I would really like—I don't know if this is like 
if it's possible even, but, you know, still have a little bit of hard labor work too. I mean, not just be uh, administrative. I think that's good. Yeah, I, think well, I think you think need that you to be a good leader. Worlds. Yeah. Best have, of, uh, the best of both, both worlds. Yeah, I, I, I hope so too. I really hope so too. So do you have any role models? Do you have any people that you are looking up to? I would say my co colleagues. I mean, they're, they're such good people. Um, and they, what I think is so cool with like the Swedish construction scene or business or whatever you want to call it is that the ones that are really good at it are the ones that are, you know, relaxed and they, they even though they're, they, they, they make everything seem so, you know, seamless. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't take any effort. It doesn't take any effort for them to do it, and they use they can just look at a drawing and you plan it out perfectly. And and that's right now where I'm at right now. Um, when I've built like when I've constructed, let's say, uh, uh, like ten different parts for this for a wall that we're gonna put up, like a frame for a wall. When I made ten parts for that. Uh, when I welded and done stuff like that for 10 parts for this wall, m one of my colleagues who has been working there, uh, then again for four, 50 years, I think, he has made like, he's put up probably two elevator shafts. He's he's just insane. But and, but he, he he seems so calm when he do it. He's, it doesn't look like any effort. So that's kind of what I, that's my role model and just, and, and they also know exactly when to like when to listen to criticism or like or or take in what you know the managers say because sometimes the managers can be like oh this has to be done oh, no. oh, and like overstress things yeah. and and but sometimes they can actually be serious for a really important reason and these guys really know how how to handle the the whole you know, collaboration thing with the other people in the build, basically. Yeah, well, we experienced so that too with senior developers and senior testers. They always make everything feel so easy and look so easy. Oh, yeah, right. So um, I know what you mean uh, talking about. So um, it's actually nice that you can say that you're actually... How the hell? That's huh? what you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, it's just nice that you can say that you um, find your colleagues inspirational because they are the ones that are actually going to learn up their new uh, colleagues. So, um, oh yeah, nice. they're the ones who kind of teach me. So you know, yeah, exactly. it's important to look up to them. No, but I, I do I do listen to them very much because they give me the best advice. That's just the way it is. You've been roughly a year in the business, oh less than that. A little bit less, yes. L a little bit less than that. But do you at this point? Do you think you have any people that are looking up to you? Any young guns coming in? Yeah, if there's any young guns coming in, yeah, absolutely. They, they can look up to me because I've kind mm. of, it feels like I've progressed pretty fast in my business. Um, but, but they could still relate to you, right? They could still, because you're new, you're young. Yeah, but, I, I, I guess and, I'm the bridge between the older guys and the, the yeah. young guns. No, I don't know. No, but the <laughs> thing is, everyone is nice. Everyone is nice at my job. Everyone mm. at my company, everyone is so nice. So it doesn't matter if you're completely new or whatever. I mean, as long as you're kind of generous and don't yeah. try to, you know, overshine anyone, right. then, you're, then you're okay. 
then you will be accepted by everyone. But how do you define success in your work? Uh, wow. Um, once again, I would just say it's you know doing stuff that matters. Yeah. And leaving a mark, some... right? Yeah, and leaving a mark, and but also going up something which you feel you're contributing to, like not just. It's it, it can really suck going to like a nine to five job and just scanning products at the supermarket. I mean that's just I mean sure I'm not no disrespect against people in the counter at the supermarket. No, but I mean like but if you have done something that you feel like su successful, that's when you feel like, you know, you're not just repeating yourself, you're you're actually progressing. When you can progress in your work. Yeah. That's when you reach some kind of success and and success always changes. I never really think you can I don't think you can uh like achieve absolute success. I think you always have to have new goals otherwise yeah. you will be unsuccessful. So in a way you're already successful if you're prog pro progressing towards success. <laughs> it's kind of I don't know, it's kind of twisted, but uh it's that's the way I look at it. Yeah, but I think also that the nine to nine to five workers—it's uh, quite a big problem in Sweden because we don't really want to be that, but somehow people end up in that. Um, so well, yeah, we, we still need to find a way to uh, to make the nine to five work uh, something honorable, uh, even though it might sound sound very boring um so even though you oh, might yeah. work nine to five you actually you can actually make a difference between those hours so oh yeah no i, I agree with you M maybe we should like try to implement more creativity to that kind of line yeah, sure. of work Play hard, cool. work hard. As, as i said no disrespect to anyone who listens who's working on in a in a supermarket or anything like that because i mean Without you, I mean, the place, the whole world would stand still. So, yeah, exactly. But they can also make a difference in their daily work. So uh, I don't feel. That's... I think so too. <laughs> sure. Right. You have a couple of more days here to round this up. You have a couple of more days here in New York, uh, mm -hmm. Stefan. What will you do the last couple of days? Oh wow! Um, How will you spend them? Drink beer. Here. No, it's kind of fun that you say that, uh, Johnny, because like we've been thinking about going to the Brooklyn Brewery, and you know, didn't you go there yesterday? No, we did not. It did not happen since. Come on. We, no, but there was there was this uh, hockey game with Sweden against Finland in the Junior uh, World Championship. So, you know, you, you ended drinking you beer. Out of that. That's that's death penalty if you skip out on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I missed the game, so. Um... You should oh, definitely put it to me. I can't talk to you anymore. I'm sorry, Johnny. No, no. <laughs> you should have that, like TV at the Brooklyn Brewery since like uh, they export so much uh, to Sweden, like uh, Brooklyn beer. Mm -hmm. They export so much. Like uh, nearly every Swedish bar has br br uh, the Brooklyn brand. No, yeah, right. Um, but the so problem they, with they the Brooklyn have beer. They there running yeah. the World Cup. Yeah. The, uh, the they should. Showing Sweden's ma all matches. They should. That would be awesome. But do you have a final destination? That's what I want to ask you. In my career? No, or in your life. In my life. It could be anything. 
No, actually, what you just said, it can be anything. That's, I guess, what's the beauty of it. I mean, you don't have don't any, any big fun. goal that you want to achieve before, yeah, <laughs> you die. If, yeah, I mean, of course, I want to finish this build with City Bonan. That's what I want to do. Yeah, I mean, the part that we're involved with, I want to finish. I think I want to, you know, study to become a, a construction engineer, hopefully. But after that, actually, you know, who knows? Life, You're life right. is what it is. You never know. It's, and I think the beauty of it is that you can, you know, take it day by day, and you know. Yeah, it's nice. It's better to be better today than than to be perfect at the end. Oh yes, I think so too. And it's a lot about life is about what you do today, not just what you plan on doing tomorrow. Precisely. Well, and I used I used to add something uh, since I it seems like we're rounding up soon, right? No, we're not rounding up because we actually have one topic left in that oh, is yes. how we could actually collaborate the IT with the um, construction business. Yes. Um, so, so let's you begin with your to... thoughts about that. Okay. Yes. Well, I I work with sound tech a lot too, so I'm not that you know unfamiliar with computers, and I do use all the convenient solutions that you have with the computer. And some stuff I think is very sad that we don't have within the construction business. For example, I mean, right now we have big like paper drawings yeah. uh, that only show, sh uh, shows like one dimension of it, like or like in two D from either above or from the side or from underneath or whatever. And like when there are like they have started developing a little bit of like three D drawings and stuff like that, and 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 also, I mean. Right now, some companies within the construction companies use like intercom and stuff like walkie-talkies and stuff like that. And, and I feel like, why can't you just integrate all that and you know make the whole build a lot easier? With you know, you have your like pocket computer where you could have um, drawings and you could have intercom and you could have you know could, you could place your orders to your manager for uh, materials and stuff like that. And I, I, that's kind of what I think is needed. And I would like to see a solution for that. I mean, because right now it's kind of slow in that yeah. sense. It's kind of stone age yeah. sometimes. That's, that's something you could give impact, um, input on. I mean, uh, requirements when it comes to uh, implementing new technologies uh, into the building industry. I guess like they need some people from the field to actually be there setting their requirements. I up. think so too. I think right? so too. Yeah, right, right. And that would be a fun thing for you since you have sort of a technical background as well. Oh yeah, no yeah. And and like say if if you 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 could have like a tool that you know you could add different things to like different hardware stuff and like if you needed something that could measure or maybe use some kind of x-ray stuff for uh, a weld because you do you use x-ray for welds that you have on constructions for example you could just have like an add-on thing to your pocket device or whatever i mean there's and and there's so much things you could do that i feel that you know we're not doing right now yeah i think it's it would be important that you could get some sort of 
continuous integration and versioning system for the construction um, builders. Um, let's say oh, yeah. GitHub for um, Victor can show you <laughs> GitHub later. GitHub for constructors is that you can actually um, contain everything within the project at some place. You could mm -hmm. leave issues and bugs, um, which you all all of you can um, comment and oh, that discuss. So perfect. And of wow. course, and you I'm can. Mentioning... Sorry, I'm interrupting you here, but that would be so sweet because right now, if we find a bug or a problem in, yeah. within what we're doing, um, then you know we have to call our boss, and he has to you know send it forward to someone who is in charge. And like instead of that, everyone has to you know call the boss, yeah. and you know oh now the phone is busy and everything. And you know instead of that, we could just you know. Write it down, and, and, and it would be the best thing. Would it be if it was in real time? Yeah. Oh, always. So my boss could just see it and like right away send it away, or or we could also even decide if this is something that's going to go to our, to my boss or to the project manager or whatever. Yeah, sure. Because it would actually be nice if you could actually um, leave an issue at the project. Uh, let's say. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's say the constructor GitHub, um, and then stuff people around you can comment, and especially your boss. And then when you find it fixed, you can actually close the issue. Um, but let's say that you find a solution for something, then you can. Uh, I'm talking nerd terms here that you can add a pull request for that management, and if the the managers uh, accept your solution. Then they can accept mm -hmm. the pull request, and then it will be added to the documentation. Um, that, yeah, exactly. So that, that would be awesome. So many things. Wow, I, I like your idea here. Can we put on pause? We almost piece up. Not too long. So yes, the man yeah, is back. The man is back. The Niagara Falls is back. Oh yes. yeah, 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 yeah. No, so must have been such a huge relief, wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, that was. Yeah, we heard. We heard it all from here. <laughs> oh, we got it wow. on tape. We got it yeah. on tape. Yeah, sorry. I, I know I sound like the Niagara Falls. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> That's a place we got to go to, though. Oh, yeah, we got to. No, but, but seriously, I like your ideas of like how to proceed with all the issues that you have during a. Let's build it. A, yes, you should. You should. And you should really uh, like. Uh, you should present it to different uh, building companies. Like. And make it like uh, you. You should find a platform for it that is very that is not too expensive either, since you know the building industry does have a good economy. So it's it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like unimaginable to have that. That's kind of quite a big motivation. Thing. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. No, and, and it would make things so much easier, since I mean just just taking the time to you know. Uh, Get up from the tunnel, uh, go up and talk to the manager, or make a call to my boss and tell this we have this and this and this problem, and then we have to, like, they measure also time that we just get sitting doing nothing. Yeah. So uh, we don't you and you don't want too much of that. You you want to be able to proceed with your work easily. So yeah, I I really like that idea, and and as I said, it would be cool if you could have a lot of like integrated things with it and kind of be able to integrate even more things like a, an easy add-on system for later like yeah sure 
so you you could still continue developing uh, equipments and like uh, and uh, hardware for it that could be useful for different sort of um, companies within the construction uh, business. Yeah, sure. But also, I, I would like to see, as I mentioned before, like this a platform with all that what we were talking about right now, but also like uh, the 3D blueprint or drawing program integrated with it, because that's something that is just that that is a major like time consumer uh, within the construction uh, business, like. Oh, these these drawings aren't like uh, they aren't complete, or they don't have all that, or we can't really see how this metal beam is supposed to be fitted, or because it's not really showing it as that probably, or it's not zoomed in enough, or whatever. So it would be so nice if we could have it in three D always, and you know, we could just bring up the, that pocket computer and just browse through and like twist it in different angles and really see how it's supposed to be or and if there is something missing it would be so great if you could you know tap that uh, section in the drawing and and you know you just make a note right away to the constructor constructor and have so it have it so it got taken care of like right away sure i would actually would love if you could actually um try to use github um even though it's for code it would actually be nice to see if you could um victor can show you later if you could actually interact with the with the issue system setting up milestones uh and mm -hmm. just writing the issues as you would and try to see oh, yeah. if we could use something from that absolutely i would i would be happy to do that and that could be cool to see how how it would work and what kind of uh, what kind of time we would save by using it. Yeah. What do you think, Victor? Yeah, let's do that. I'll show you. We'll fire up GitHub here on, on a big screen and, mm -hmm. and we'll go through the the um, uh, the website itself uh, and I'll, I'll show you the features. All right. Cool. Nice. Um, yeah. But, no, so, but th these are the like basic things that I think would be Integrating all the different technologies that we right now have, and adding some more, and making it to like a, a an easy to use system um, for the you know everyday construct uh, you know construction worker. That's what I would want to see at least. Yeah. But to wrap this up, podcast, uh, we actually have to thank you very much for being with us today. Um, well, thank you. It's been our Thanks pleasure, really. Uh, it's nice to see what what the construction uh, business can do with the, the IT. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we have a lot of possibilities to work together, yes. more than I think. And I hope to see a good development uh, that you can kind of, like a good boost from you guys to us so we can <laughs> make our work more like, you know, a lot better and more efficient. Yeah, but because I think the the construction business really needs to be a little bit more digi digitalized. So. Um, oh yes, I definitely think so too. It's just a matter of time, and let's be a part of that now. I hope let's so. be a part of that trend that's about to happen. I so hope you guys will be. Trend. I hope yeah. you guys will be. And, and you, you as well. 
Oh yes, I would like to. I wouldn't mind that. I would. As a thought leader in the business. Sure, I, I would be up for that. Mm. No, and thank you guys for letting me be here with you. Thank you, Stefan. Um, enjoy your stay here in New York. Thank you. I will. Um, and have a safe trip back to Stockholm when that is on Monday, right? Yes, on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say back to Stockholm and take good care. I will. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you, and thank you, um, and to, until next time, you can follow me on Twitter at Johnny Jell. or me, Victor at uh, Roller eighty nine. Do you have Twitter? Uh, I sorry guys, I don't have Twitter. Oh, come on, <laughs> that's the first. Just thing that it, you know, not digitalized. Right. No. Well, uh, anyways, Great. take care, guys, and uh, creep on. All right, on. and creep on. Creep the on. <laughs> <laughs>